Welcome to Disingenuous, the podcast with topics that matter and a host that don't. We consist of roughly six assholes who like to pretend their opinions are valid and important, and we let you, the listener, decide if they are. You need to understand that on this podcast, we believe taking things seriously is overrated. We like drinking, watching movies, and ranting about random shit. If you find yourself showing an affinity for such things, then the show is definitely for you. Hearing our banter on cinema and other various pop culture topics doesn't fully bring you to completion. Hey, you can continue pledging yourself to our content via our Twitter at DisingenuousPod. And also, if you want to know some of our instant reactions to, you know, films and stuff we discuss on the show, then give us a follow on the Stardust app. It's a great place to catch early reviews of movies and TV shows. All right, enough beating around this old bush. If you made it this far into the intro, we've clearly piqued your interest. So sit back, pour yourself some whiskey, coffee, whatever you fancy. And enjoy the next hour with this group of disingenuous people. Skyler, and today I have two other very special guests of mine. One of them you know, Eth Crith. Hi. The other you don't know, and his name is. You want to say it? Do I want to say it? Say it. It's Mark. Mark. Not to be confused with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. This oh, is hi, Mark. A di- yeah, and not to be confused with Mark from the Oscar-winning movie The Room. This is. Then it wouldn't ask her, but okay. Although those would probably be my top three marks, those the, two and then me. I would say, oh, hi, Mark. Mark, Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. What's another good Mark? You said top three. Mark Paul Gosseler. I, I was the third. Who? Uh, Zach Morris. All right. That's a good Mark. All right. I've been edged out. I'm now <laughs> fourth. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not as cool as him. But anywho, the three of us are together. We've decided that we are going to do a podcast. That's why we're here. What a joy. <laughs> Which kind of joy? Well, this one ends in why. We don't do Thank those. God. Ones. I tried to make it an ASMR thing, you know, where we just do JOIs, but really I'm more into edging these days. Or CEIs. You ever heard of those? No. Do you know what that is? No. Do I want to? You know what that is. Mm-mm. I don't, but I have a feeling you're not going to say it. Oh, I'll say it. They're called cum eating instructions. And they're one, <laughs> that's when you get on like what I call the dark web of Pornhub. Things are bad once you've gotten there. And have you implemented any of that into your life? Have I eaten cum? No. No, I'm not. Uh, well, they don't need told how. It's just it, like taking cough medicine. It's, you just, ki- it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, you take a quick slurp, you get it down, and once it's down, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> It's like an oyster. Yeah. You can't spit it. You have to eat it. So if you know how to do it, why are you watching videos with instructions? Well, I told you. I, I don't. I watch edgings. Because what I want to do is I want to be right to the brink. 
but still have my motivation for the day, and I want to go right back to bed. That's what happens whenever you, you know. Sport. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I finish. Anyway. Anyway, to get <laughs> us back on topic. <laughs> Welcome, Mark. This is how this is how things go on here. This is this is the way that we talk. I, I'm excited for it. Hence the name disingenuous, you know. It fits the bill. But anywho, we us three are together. Uh, in the background, we've got uh, one of our uh, shittiest movies and one of my biggest disappointments, Suicide Squad. Mark's never seen it, but he I, already hates it. Honestly, it seems like a bunch of writers got together with one of their dad's iPod shuffles and turned it on, and they had to write the screenplay around the songs. We wrote this in high school. <laughs> we, I think we did better than this. Way better, though, yeah. Lower Way, budget. Much lower budget. More grounded, I would say. <laughs> no Enchantress whacking and waving her arms around. What? <laughs> what movie are we talking about here? Well, no one has to know. That's true. We were naked. <laughs> we were the Suicide Squad. <laughs> this movie is truly awful, though. It is really fucking bad. We were filming some content for the dark web. I tried to get on that the other day. I tried to find it. The, turn, the turn, dark web? Yeah. I don't know what I was going to do Did you just once Goog- I got there. Did you just Google dark web? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I guess you need an app to get there. You can't just Google dark web. Oh. I didn't know there was a whole process. Yeah, there's a process to get there. It's like getting to Mordor. You got to like slowly work your way to it. And once you're there, you don't want to throw the ring in the fire. You just want to stay there. And hopefully you make some friends along the way. <laughs> None quite as wise as Sam. Wise. Sam Wise. Cam. Fuck. <laughs> I, I was like, wait. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Mr. Frodo. Fuck. Um, anyways, three of us are together watching a shitty movie because we were talking about this the other day. And while this movie is universally not well liked, and we also don't like it. There are a lot of movies out there that are universally loved that we happen to just not like. So I figured what we could do is each of us name our top three movies that everyone loves except for you. We all have them. Where your friend's like, hey, man, you got to go see this. And you walk out and you go, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Your night's ruined. You don't get it back. You didn't get to watch your edging videos, which you would have just done if you stayed home. Instead, you watch bullshit on the screen. So. Bringing it back. So, I have two. As we're talking, I'm hopefully going to think of the third because I'm <clears throat> I'm struggling to think of a worthy third. But Chris, I feel like you just have them on deck, ready to go. Uh yeah, but I'm just trying to think of what to start with, and I think the easiest one to start with is probably. The number one movie I could think of, or I have a, I have a couple like that, but everyone who ever, I've ever heard talk about certain movies like that, we were like, oh, it's so good. It, I love everything about it. There's like a thousand different posts about it or whatever. And when sequels and other stuff comes out for it, everyone's so excited. And I was just like, eh. And my first one is an animated movie that's probably beloved by like, literally everyone except me and that would be pixar's finding nemo what finding nemo 
an interesting choice. That is, I'm this, I'm a little. This movie came out blown in 2003. I, I don't know why I remember this, probably because of the gap. Because you have a weird memory of years I, and movies. I know when movies come out. It's, it's been established. Yeah. But I saw this finally 10 years after it came out because it was in theaters randomly. Like they re released it. And it was a thing where, like, I was never interested in seeing it. It was one of those movies that was huge. I'm pretty sure it won the best animated feature Oscar that year. Yeah. Anyone, like, you could almost say 10 out of 10 people that you talk to love it. Yes. I just watched Finding Dory Friday. And that's what, <laughs> that's what I said about sequels, too, is, like, Finding Dory came out, like, almost 15 years later, and it was a huge hit, and everyone loved it. Because it's great. I don't care about it. Oh. Never saw it. But, like, you know, for some reason, like, I saw it, and the major, um, like, lore to someone like me who loves animation. The Nemo lore? Lore. <laughs> the fish That's, lore. Yeah. Pardon the pun. But uh, was at the time, no one had animated water that way, especially in computer graphics. So like how everything looked and the colors and how the fish swam and all that stuff was like really groundbreaking and everything. So when I finally saw it, I really appreciated that. Like it was cool. But what, what didn't you like then? It's it's like well, every the the main breakout character in that movie is dory and it's just like she's a gay fish holmes she's just like <laughs> her major thing is oh i'm forgetful and then yeah no like, she has short-term memory loss she's not forgetful she's got a fucking condition yeah but, a fish but by the, condition by the she, end of the movie the major arc of that is is that she remembers where nemo is supposed to be or whatever and it's like a huge emotional moment and i was just kind of like eh. Okay. Wallaby Way, Sydney. And Marlon is way, 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 way overprotective. Rightfully so. But he just comes off as an annoying He's my character. mom. Can we, can we pause to address this Sharpie goatee that Jared Leto has on his face? Yeah, I was scene? waiting for that to pop up in this movie. Yeah, Suicide Squad has the scene where Jared Leto, they don't show him do it, but he just has a Sharpie smile over top of his already makeup smile. He also has a smile tattooed on his, on his, on his hand, hand that he puts on his face. His forehead says damage. <laughs> It's like it's a true. Miley Cyrus fucking tattoo. I don't know why. I didn't damaged. I didn't notice this before, but Harley definitely has a tattoo on the side of her face. It says "rotten." Well, she's so that's almost as bad as the damaged one. Yeah, it's not good. I'm sorry. I just needed to address that. No, it's, it's a bad movie. It's it's yeah. It's shit. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Jared Leto is also very bad. And I feel like I've seen this shirt that Ike Barinholtz is wearing at a Walmart. I'm pretty sure I saw some kids in high school wearing that bullshit. The the funniest after thought story to this movie years later that i just saw recently is joaquin phoenix obviously was the joker in the the new standalone movie that came out and that a bunch of people liked the funniest thing about that was jared leto was mad that they made that movie because he wasn't asked to like reprise his role as the joker yeah fucking like do you think anyone wants you to come back and play this again no, 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 no. It's called Ace Ventura. You can watch both of them. You're, you're there. Dude, at the beginning of this movie, Jerry Leto goes, hunka, hunka. And I was like, this fucking Jim Carrey? This is like the Riddler of Batman Forever all over again. Like, just look at him. He does. This is a look. very Joel Schumacher Suicide Squad. 
You thought about that? It's like Batman vs Superman was like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. And, and this is Joel Squad. Schumacher. This is Joel Schumacher. Exactly. That's a good analogy, actually. Good job, Skyler. Anyways, yeah. back to Finding Nemo oh, and how yeah. I don't know how the fuck you don't um, like Finding Nemo. The other thing is, uh, I'm trying to think. It's there's a movie or it, it's an example of a movie too where. I guess justifiably so a little bit because it's like a journey and all that stuff and they meet a lot of people. There's way too many goddamn characters in that movie. There's like twenty main characters. There's a whole ocean of them. Yeah. They're in the fucking ocean. I understand, but not everyone needs to have like The Turtles do. Yeah, but you have the you have Righteous. You have Crush and his kid. Yeah, I love him. Nemo, Marlin, and Dory. You have all the damn fish in the fish tank. There's like Ray Romano. There's like ten of them. <laughs> Deborah. Yeah, you forget that him and his uh, brother from Everybody Loves Raymond are in there. Ray Romano's in there too. I knew Brad Garrett was. Yeah, and Ray Romano. Huh. He's like the starfish or some shit. I haven't seen it in a while. But anyway, that's that's an animated movie. That's a good example of an animated movie that I didn't hate it. I but I didn't understand why everyone it was, loved it, was it so hype. much. Yeah, I it was, loved it. That, actually, no, that's I have had a problem almost i would i don't know if it's a problem but it's a recurring uh attitude i had in life is when everybody loves something i almost immediately hate it either hate it or just like have no interest in it it's like well everyone loves it why the hell should i pay attention to it you know what i mean i think that's why i didn't see finding emo for like 10 years and when i finally saw it i was like yeah it's good but you're like a pixar hipster well, I I like a lot of the Pixar movies what you too. But fish, man, you vegan. That, that's that's the no, that's the other <laughs> thing is, I love all. The, I haven't seen Toy Story four yet, but I love all the all the first three Toy Story movies. I love Monsters Inc. and The Incredibles, and then I I still like other ones like Up or Wally or Inside Out was okay, but um, but yeah. So I it's not that I hate Pixar at all, but it's just if. If I'm ranking like one through whatever they're on now, like Finding Nemo is probably either in the middle or towards the bottom. It's just like, it's not terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen or anything, but the hype around it was just like unjustified for me. Like it, it was, it was, it was pretty good, but I like a lot of their movies better than that. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel you. I'm listening to you and also watching Mark's face. <laughs> Suicide Squad is like uh, doing the I, shitty thing in the movie, and Mark just turns and looks at me like, "What it, the it hell?" It is astonishing that with Jared Lowe in this movie, and plus all like just even if they're good actors, just the bad characters, Joel Kinnaman in this movie is terrible. It, it's just one of those movies that makes me upset that they spent that amount of money to produce this. Like, let's let's do something else with that money. I need to know how much money it was. How much? How much money they spent Let's on the pay budget? Some student well, loans. there's a lot of reshoots. Those cost money. Yeah, they did. They did reshoot. That's true. All right. So, all right. So you hate Finding Nemo? I don't get it. I don't hate Finding Nemo. I just you don't like it's it. It's not my favorite. And I like it. I I don't understand why everyone loves it so much. It's just it's like it's okay to me. That's fair. But there's like five That's or six fair. or seven of the other Pixar movies that I like way better. So how's uh, how's Boy Judy? It's a reg- she's a regular on this show. She was watching Finding Dory with me on Friday, and she was actually bawling her fucking eyes out at the end. Like, <laughs> well, crying. And it's not like I was like, let her have the moment. Like, I videotaped her and said, look at this bitch crying. But, like, 
People but are moved I'm, by them I'm fishies. I'm convinced that people don't actually like Disney or like Pixar. They've just never been as happy as they were when they were about 10 years old. Uh, that's how I feel. And we watch some of these movies, and it's it's the nostalgia of it. Well, ev- that is the thing about Pixar, too, is no matter what the damn movie... I They just released... Toy Story is a prime example of look that. Up, look up. It's like about eight minutes long. They just uh, released a short film called Kit Bull. It's about a kitten and a pit bull. I bawled my goddamn eyes out of that movie. <laughs> well, just every, watch. Everybody it, loves kitties. It takes, it takes up doggies. less. It takes up less than ten minutes of your life. But Pixar just knows because I, I forgot to mention before Coco too. Coco is like that. Never Inside Out, that. Up, obviously is the big big example. Th- Toy Story three, like they know how to how to get you crying for sure. And Finding Nemo, I just did, like maybe that's maybe that's things like I didn't care that much. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Fair. Okay. Can I go next? Because mine's in the same exact category. You can go. Uh, This is another Disney animated movie. Uh, One of my first dates with my fiance, we watched this movie because she loved it and everybody hyped it up. And I thought it was fucking terrible. I'm scared. And that movie is Frozen. I knew that was coming. That's a good one. I'm upset that I didn't think about it. I hate Frozen. I don't like it. I don't think it's good. I think it's terribly written. It's not a good movie. I think it's annoying. And I don't like snow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I fucking the hate all of it. Snow is a think, big drawback. I think Josh Gad is annoying as hell. Uh, He's I, the worst yeah. part of the movie. The big twist of the movie, I was, everyone's like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, fucking come on. Like, I've seen this bullshit. I don't care. Fuck him. I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you, though, the last 15 minutes of the movie because I. I forget because it was that forgettable. I've seen grown women on Instagram that have posted pictures of them like outside of the theater going to see Frozen 2. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. And the captions are literally like this. Uh, I cannot believe. What an amazing experience this was. What a joy. I have never seen a better movie than Frozen 2. Yeah, some girl that we used to know posted, like, it made me think about how short life is. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> Frozen 2 made you feel to, that way? To be fair, I haven't seen Frozen 2 yet, but I... I'm not going I, to. I have heard that it's way better than the first movie, supposedly. Not hard to I don't, do. I've just, yeah. But the first one, it doesn't have a villain. That's why the reveal of the villain feels very forced, because they're just like, oh shit, we should probably have a villain it's at the fucking end of this movie. dumb. Instead of having the balls to make Elsa the villain. Yeah. That would have been way better if she was the ice queen. Yeah, and she's just, so mood, she's just a moody ice queen. Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? The also, s- do you realize what song that is? What? Papa, can you hear me? What's Are that you- from? The same. It's from Yentl or whatever. It's fuck. <laughs> it's the. It's fucking like it's the same song. Have you seen Deadpool two, Mark? No. There's a point at the time where like Ryan Reynolds is going. Do you want to build a snowman? And he goes, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> He's like, is it just me? Or does this sound like, Papa, can you hear me from Yentl? No one fucking realizes Did that song win an Oscar? Uh, Nominated. Let it, it go did. Let it go. Let it go did by one, best, oh, that's, one yeah. best song that year. Hang on. Papa, can you hear me? But I'm glad you said, too, about Josh Gad. Olaf, the magical snowman guy, is one of probably my least or my let me phrase this right probably the most hated character i've seen in a movie 
Jar Jar Binks a long time. level of hate for me. I I like Jar. I think Jar Jar Binks is a saint next to Olaf. Rose, Star Wars, <laughs> and yeah, and Rose in the Last Jedi. Well, no, I haven't seen the Last Jedi because everyone talks so much shit about it. I'm like, fuck, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch this right now. But anyways, Frozen. I'm glad we all agree. I just don't like it. I, I don't think it's good. Well, a bunch of men in their 20s and 30s probably weren't the target audience. Yeah, but no, but it was hyped up unbelievably, much like Finding Nemo. On the saying. on the contrary, though, um, no, but but that's, I, but that's false. Okay, so prime example. So I, you're right. I'm not the target audience for Frozen. No, but I sure as fuck was not the target audience for Tangled. I was about to say that. I I I, I like Tangled. And it was Tangled. way better. Yeah, I adore Tangled. That, that's what I was, I was getting to. I was not the target audience for Moana. Moana is Moana's fucking brilliant. Moana's a great movie too. Fucking brilliant. It does. It does. Moana was okay. Just because it's marketed <sighs> at at girls doesn't mean you can't enjoy the movie. Well, so, um, oh, Tangled and Moana were way better than Frozen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's not, it's not even close. Yeah, and we are we are clearly not. I'm not a little Hawaiian no. girl, and I love the shit out of I, Moana. Also, uh, I feel kind of the same way same way with Coco too. But a yeah. little Mexican boy. There was only one. It's a great movie. Oh, Incredibles as well. I guess that's kind of. I, I, I guess it's kind of relatable. Incredible. Yeah, Incredibles you can relate to. It, it's it's. But super, but it's in the same vein yeah. as Frozen. Like it's made for a similar target. It's animated, but the Incredibles is just. It's incredible. It has better writing and better voice casting and better. Everything. I would say that about Tangled and Moana as well. Everything better. The okay. I have been. A uh, quick side note. I have been a detractor to the phenomenon that is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's great. He's a great guy. Yeah. He makes a lot of shitty movies that I don't care to see. Well, you're not gonna like where I'm going next, then. And <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and like just him being in a Disney movie, I was like, all right, well, he's in goddamn everything or whatever. He's great in that movie. He's good. And he's he, really good. He he's a fantastic entertainer, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I, any one of those, um similar movies from around the the same you know years that frozen came out or way better in comparison yeah oh yeah also toy story is probably the one animated movie made for me because literally i was andy and they even made when i was graduating high school they made toy story 3 where andy is graduating high school and i'm like fuck what? man why are you doing this to me what's uh um that movie was 95 right yeah what's andy supposed to be in the first movie like eight yeah, like what I, what was, I was. I was like six years old in that movie. Yeah, and so then was, yeah, and then twenty ten. Yeah, Toy Story three. I was out of high school already. And I was going to college, and I was like, my Dragon Ball Zs are all in my room. Should I go play with them one last time? <laughs> <laughs> are they alive? Yeah, like I. When you think of shit like that, like Incredibles, Toy Story, Moana, Tangled, Frozen's no, Disney and Pixar no. have done way better in the last five or six years than Frozen. Than Frozen, absolutely. Yeah, I hate snow. Anyways, my. yeah. It, it's funny that you bring up The Rock because I feel a need to to preface my movie knowledge and my taste with a quick anecdote. Um, <laughs> last year I was traveling around, I was flying on some planes and stuff, and planes, um, huh? yeah. And I was you had like on those fancy ones, man, with the seat back TVs, free movies. Delta? No, it was an international flight. Oh, Delta's got that shit. But. I was watching a couple movies. This was last year, and I watched a couple movies that ended up being Oscar winners for different things. The first one was A Star is Born. And it was hyped up. Again, people said, this an amazing movie. You know, you got to see it. I watched it. I was like, meh. Seen it. It's, it's a remake. It's been done how many times now? 
There's, I believe it was the fourth. There's what iteration? One or two good songs in it. I haven't seen it because I hate the fucking song. It's Brad, all I play the Bradley radio. Cooper spends the whole movie talking like he's got a mouthful of mashed potatoes. You can't understand him. And then you put uh, what's his ass in it? His oh, brother. God. What's his name? I wouldn't yeah. know. I haven't seen it. I had no desire. Sam, Sam Elliott. Thank you. Um, the oh, mo- Sam Elliott. The movie was like okay. It was predictable. I knew it was coming, and everyone's like, it's a revelation in film. I didn't think so. No. The second film I watched, everyone's talking about, I have to see this movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Are you about to shit on Bohemian Rhapsody? I sit through Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> which, oh my God, I hated it. That's really? not even the movie I want to talk about, though. <laughs> I, I hated it. I felt that it was so two-dimensional. It just, it moved along. It was paced so weirdly. Um, and I, I couldn't look at Rami Malek's face with those stupid teeth. The teeth are, the teeth are noticeable. They took it a little too far with the teeth, but yeah. it was another movie where it, it seemed very by the numbers. There was nothing creative in it, so I, I just wasn't into it. You're not the first person I've heard say that, so uh, I get it. Another movie that was hyped up, won Oscars, like everybody loved it. And I was well, it won Oscars, but there were people that didn't like it, so that makes yeah. sense. Um, I'm with you there. And I, from everything I've read that they've played or they portrayed Mercury very well. Like, he actually was kind of an asshole. So also, you, weren't, you weren't necessarily supposed to, like, like him. Mm-hmm. Remy Malek's good. Too. He did well, yeah. I just, I, the whole movie, I just, I wasn't shocked by anything. I wasn't amazed. Like, it just, it was what it was. Okay, I'm with um, you. So I watched these two Oscar movies, and I'm getting back to my appreciation of movies, and you need to take that with a grain of salt. Um, the third movie I watch is Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Skyscraper. And out of those three movies, that was the one I enjoyed the most. <laughs> I had fun watching that movie. So before I get into talking about the movies that I like, you have to know that. So you really hated out his rock statement. <laughs> out of those three, it was Dwayne the Rock. So Johnson. have you seen Hobbs and Shaw then? Do you want to see Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I would probably watch it before a lot of other things. So you, you know what you are? You're my dad. <laughs> Like you just want to be fucking entertained. In more My ways dad than one. makes me sit with him <laughs> and watch fucking Seagal movies. Oh yeah, like and just under siege. And he loves the Fifth Element. Oh, the Rock with stretch. Nick Cage. I'm just saying, like those well, kind I'll, of movies. Actually, I love The Rock. I but again, that's. I mean, that. we last time we were here watching a Mark Wahlberg movie. I mean, have you ever seen a Mark Wahlberg movie where you're like? Amazing. Maybe what like a, the fighter. What a great actor. Um, They're enta- entertaining. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. You like but some entertaining action. I'm, I'm entertained by it. The Fast and Furious is one of your favorite movies of all time. I know this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the OG, The Fast and Furious. Yeah. It is a great fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. An actual heist movie, unlike oh. their other. Oh, yeah. And they drive cars in it. <laughs> They're still and they from... race them instead of like slamming them into buildings. I have to say this side note because uh, they steal DVD players. Or whatever in Fast and Furious, yeah, yeah. or sorry, stole, right, stolen yeah, DVD like, players. Thieves. We were talking. I was in the theater, and they were tra- playing the trailer for F- Fate of the Furious, and like the Rock, like grabs a torpedo that's coming towards him and pushes him towards <laughs> another car. And they're on, they're and sca- my, they're on ice, yeah. right? Yeah. And so Dale, who's on the podcast, looks at me and goes, "Could you imagine if you watched Fast and the Furious <laughs> and you fell into a coma <laughs> and you woke up today and you saw this and you're like, what yeah. the fuck happened over the last?" seven movies i actually haven't i haven't watched any of them since paul walker died well the series well, he died the when he one. died yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i would agree with that <laughs> although the other one got good reviews too which one? Oh, this is the infamous katana scene going oh. back to suicide squad 
Oh, this is, yeah, when Katana just goes full she exposition just, and you want to die. Well, they spent like 45 minutes establishing all the characters in the Suicide Squad, and then she just comes in at the end and he's like, oh, it's Katana. This she's, is Katana. She's hot, though. She kill you with one sword strike. You've said that everybody in this movie is hot so far. Well, it's hot people. We're celebrities. Anyway, so are right, so we so we know your taste. All right, so that's my. I taste. have no problem with your taste. Um, I'm gonna immediately go into a movie that's gonna piss you off, and you guys know this about me. Infinity War. Okay. Everybody loves Infinity War. There's part, I can attest there, to that. There's part of me, though, that's going to agree with you a little more than you think, I, though. So go ahead. I was thinking about this earlier. After you guys had mentioned we were going to talk about this on the drive over, I was thinking about it. And really, there's, I think there's three. I'm going to try to remember all three of the things that pissed me off in this movie. Um, but it was another movie that I watched by myself. And I was sitting there. And as the movie progressed, I started rooting for Thanos more and more. They, because of how stupid all of our heroes are in this movie. <laughs> the first, okay. the first thing I'm gonna get a little upset about this one. No, that's fine. I like it. The first thing, yes. We need to collect all these stones, right? One of them is in one of the main characters' head, right? <laughs> yeah. Vision, yeah. Vision has a stone in his forehead. They it's know not in his head. It is Vision, right? Yeah. But they they know that if Thanos gets this stone, that's gonna be a bad time. Vision himself, have a like what, time. 15 minutes into the movie, is looking at uh, Wanda, who I, I don't understand that romance. That was weird. And they're fucking. It's weird in the comics. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's um, always been weird. She's also hot. And they're like just like trancing around Scotland for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, he tells her like 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes in this movie, you need to destroy me. Right? You are yeah. the only person that has the power to destroy this stone. Kill me. The dude is on board. Oh, yeah. Kill him. Yeah. Right? One, it's not even one man. It's like one android. Take the android. Save the universe. Boy, if that ain't the old hindsight's 2020 kind of thing. Right. I mean, just do. And they're like, no, no, no. We can't. You know, we'll, we'll fight. We're, you know, I kind of do this. Second thing in this movie that pissed me off. <laughs> Thanos is still looking around for these stones, right? He needs one called the Soul Stone. Doesn't even know where it is. Somebody does, though, right? Who knows where it is? Do you guys remember? Gamora. His Gamora, daughter. his daughter. Is the only person. It's like the one person that Thanos could find that could lead him directly to this stone, right? And then it turns out that he needs her to actually get the stone. So what do they do? They go right to him. They go right to Thanos. Instead of taking Gamora somewhere on the complete opposite side of the universe... They go check out what Thanos is doing. That that part of the plan is really stupid because on one side, Thor and Rocket and Groot get on a pod and they're like, all right, we're going to go find something to help yeah, kill Thanos. Maybe yeah, she should have gone. The Guardians are like, well, we'll just go see what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I Let's just go that. check it out. And of course, she's the person that you end up torturing Nebula to give away the location of the stone in the first place. And why did I don't... I've, actually don't understand the relationship between Gamora and Nebula in that movie where up to that point all Nebula has done is like try to kill her and she feels such empathy for her it's well basically- that was Guardians of the Galaxy did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yeah they, they started to bond like, in uh, Bas- yeah basically it's like it's Thor Loki like, relationship it's like Thanos conquered all these planets and then like basically kidnapped people and made them his warriors 
and Gamora was always the best one, and he favored her, and Nebula was jealous of that. I get that. I just I don't buy into like you know what the universe is worth this one sister that's tried to kill me multiple occasions. Yeah, just like let him torture. That's her. number two. Yeah. Okay. So as that's far as the story goes, there's two stones. Vision decide. Well, actually, not Vision. Everyone else is like, no, no, no. We're gonna keep him alive. We're gonna fight. We're gonna try to remove it from his skull. We don't trade While lives. the aliens are landing and trying to kill us. Yeah. We're gonna let's just try this. Second plot point. Now we've got Gamora leading Thanos directly to another stone and helping him get it in a way. And of course, the third thing is what everybody hated in that final battle with uh star lord they almost have the gauntlet off of him and he punches thanos can't keep it in check for one more minute yeah so the movie goes on and I'm he so, had to do it though. i'm supposed to be rooting for all of these heroes with the universe on the line and we've escalated with each marvel movie it's we're gonna blow up this whole city we're gonna blow up the whole world now we're gonna blow up the whole <laughs> universe so the universe Hangs in the, the balance. The sad part is he's not wrong. No, he's yeah, not. So and I eat that the, shit up the, like a. The stakes in this movie are higher than they've ever been in any Marvel movie, and I'm sitting here rooting for the guy to win because our heroes keep making the dumbest decisions. Well, you should like the movie in some way because he does win. He, he does. I but did he like doesn't that. win in like that the bad guys won kind of way that like Empire Strikes Back is. Right. Ah. Uh, I don't know I about w- that. I would argue. I still think the Empire, like Vader and Boba Fett and whatever, winning at the end, end of Empire and Han being frozen is probably still more of a shock. But I th- would say Infinity War is up there. The end of that movie is it's not, it's not on the same level. I'm not even talking the shock value. I'm talking like if in Empire Strikes Back, somebody showed up in the first 10 minutes and told Luke, hey, Vader's your dad. I wouldn't go fight him because they'll probably, you know, he's going to chop off your hand and shit. Uh, And by the (laughs) way, Han, they're going to freeze you in some carbonite. So I'd stay away from Cloud City. And then Luke goes there and Han goes there and they make all these terrible decisions. The good guys in that movie actually lose because they're outmatched. In this movie, they just make dumb decisions. It was hard for me to get on board. All right. Wasn't the joke at the time of Infinity War, especially with Star-Lord, that... um, he had to do that or else we wouldn't have Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> like we wouldn't have right. the sequel. Right. We need to have the second movie. Yeah, I was going to say, because plot development? He, he's not wrong, though, because I love the MCU more than anyone, but it does have its flaws, and it kind of pisses me off, especially being a fan of DC, too, to where DC tries and they have more misses than hits, I would say. But DC, I, I though, how... makes a little mistake like that, and they get fucking crucified. Exactly. Marvel, That's what I'm saying. not so much. Mar- Marvel could shit on a plate and say eat this up and people would eat it up but dc could make gold from thin air and people would still give it shit and that kind of pisses me off so even in that movie though like the lead in to Endgame, you have dr strange at the end you know doing his little shaky head thing he goes i've just seen every possible outcome and they ask how many did you see whatever it is you know 14 million some odd 605 14 million 605 how many did we win in? One. <laughs> Dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> so there's only one way that we could win. And you're, I'm supposed to believe that that was the way they win. Because ultimately, in Endgame, what is the, what is the end of the movie? What is the big breaking point of Endgame? I'm not going to spoil that movie well, for yeah, you. No, you come on. It. How long has this movie been out, right? 
Well, t- Tony sacrifices himself. Tony sacrifices himself, and you feel all these emotions. There's a lot more start. to it than that, though. I understand Basically, that, though. but you but, know who else could have sacrificed himself? Vision. Well, conflict is done. The the only thing <laughs> too is people. I've seen people say like Captain Marvel's way powerful. Why didn't she do the snap? Or um, Doctor Strange or whatever. But not to throw Marvel a bone too much. But you could say that, like, oh, well, if they had done that, something else would have happened and we would have lost. You know what I mean? I think it's too... They emphasize I, I think that sometimes Tony with Marvel, though, you have to understand, like, there's a little bit of the rule of cool because there's been such good character development leading up to that point. Like, no, Tony didn't have to do that, but the payoff he, and he how much right you care about him is so good. Uh, yeah, I'm not that you don't that. yeah, that you don't like there's other plot holes at the end with Captain America, but because you love him so much, it's just like whatever. you don't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe the lead up to that moment could have been a little a little better. We had 10 years of it. I remember you saying too that <laughs> I got um, you. Be- between the two Between movies. the two movies, yes. I remember you saying too watching Infinity War that there were so many characters that you were supposed to care about and then yeah. really didn't. Yeah, so you've got all of these characters on but screen. Which one am I supposed to care that, about? That's the that's the problem with You could having kill four of them. I wouldn't notice. Listen, I'll be with you in some way with Infinity War in that that movie was insanely hyped. I was so excited to see it. And when the credits rolled on opening night, I remember looking at my friend Fudge and I was like, uh, I'm a little, I was a little underwhelmed i saw it together yeah infinity war yeah fudge is with us and i remember being like a little underwhelmed because i was like that's that's it i was because i was expecting because what i was expecting was what happens in endgame like some of the deaths yeah we had to wait another year some of the crazy stuff so when it happened i was like it was pretty straightforward and and i was like that's 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 what they're going with and then when i saw it a couple more times i was like okay i get what this is i get what they're going for now i can enjoy it you know what i mean but the first time seeing it i could see where you're kind of like what the fuck is happening Although Fudge will tell you to this day that he doesn't actually like that movie. He doesn't like it? No. See, however, I'm, I'm with him. However, after seeing Endgame, which he adored, now he's like, yeah, Infinity it, War's fine. He understands In- the role of the movie. Yeah. It In- makes sense now. I think Infinity War, War works a lot better, too, if you have the time to watch them back-to-back as like a, what was that? It's like a five and a half. But I also don't movie. like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it like works the a lot concept better. in Hollywood where they did this with the last Harry Potter movie. Where, you know what, we need a whole movie just for the exposition, for the setup, for the movie that's actually going to be good. Well, and the, you're expected um, then to the pay your $12 to see the movie here, that nothing happens. But with Harry Potter, though, you know, people have read the books. They know there's an ending that they're drawing out. Right. With Avengers, it was that thing of, like, we're writing this ourselves. People right. don't know where the fuck we're going with it. And so they use that to their advantage, I think. I, I don't know if you know this either, too. Plus, but, it worked financially. But uh, you just said that, I, I, at least to me... You're talking about the last two Harry Potter movies that were split up. I like the first part better than the second part. I yeah. think the first part was way better. It's all irrelevant to me because my favorite Harry Potter movie is still Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and most people's favorite is usually Prisoner of Azkaban. That's my favorite. Prisoner of Azkaban is still my it favorite. It tends to be people's but, favorite. And the one be, where they kill Robert Because Robert's they're on TV <laughs> so often and you can watch them all the time. I've, I've found uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Chamber of Secrets and Prisoner of Azkaban are the best movies. The first three are the best ones. Which actually, this this will also show how little I know about movies. Um, <laughs> now that we're talking about Harry Potter, I was before I came over here. Home Alone was on. 
And I didn't know that the score of that movie was John Williams. And of course, it's directed by Chris Columbus. And then I put together like, oh, and then Harry Potter. You know what? I never thought of that either for some reason. Yeah. I I knew it was John Williams, but I didn't think about that either. John Williams made one of my favorite songs of all time, and that would be Africa. God. Any oh, actually, before we move on, can okay. I actually do my second movie? Sure. We'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll snake we'll, it. Yeah, snake draft. Snake, snake draft. draft. Yeah, it's, it's in the same vein. Okay. Although I'll I'll be honest with you, if you did not enjoy Infinity War, because I'm someone who has some friends that didn't enjoy it as much, and I true I too kind of felt in the initial moment a sense of I don't know. I get it. But after Endgame, I think you're with me, Chris. It kind of. It kind of. I, I still it really for liked me. Infinity War, but you should watch I Endgame, liked Endgame better. If you had problems with Infinity War, there's a lot in Endgame that's fun and different. And the thing that I well, also it's got more Ant Man. Yeah, well, of course, I love Paul. I'm Man. on board for more Ant Man. You like? Do you like? So you like the Ant Man? Oh movies. hell yeah! Really? I loved Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm but excited for the third one. There's a shit ton of Ant Man in Endgame. Yeah, yeah but he's in a lot of. Also, it. his costume is pretty much. They all wear his costume. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but the thing about Infinite, for me now lately, I tend to like slow movies a little bit more. Like, when I say slow, I mean like, we don't have to go boom, boom all the time. Like, I want to, right. I want to get to know people, um, which is why I like Power Rangers more than most people. <laughs> and yeah. why you hate Suicide Squad? Uh, when they yeah. just shove all the characters down your throat. Yeah, the it's first like, where, where's the dark, gritty, like, where's all the conversation? You know what I mean? That's but fair. like. Infinity War was just like go 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 go. There was no real. There wasn't a lot of intimate moments. In My next movie is go go go. Yeah, but Endgame, there's a lot of intimate moments. I think that's what I wanted in Infinity War. That I. That's why I, they're they're not like complete. Like one's not good without the other. I guess is what I'm saying. That's fair. Anyways, you continue. So the second movie, I I feel like I'm just kind of sitting here shitting on Marvel. But my second movie <laughs> was recently, like in the last. Two, three months I watched this movie for the first time. Spider-Man Far From Home. Hated it. <laughs> I hated it. I can't think of a redeeming quality in that movie. I very much enjoyed it. I the plot- However, as a fan of Spider-Man, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Mine too. I can tell you that there are points in time where you watch that and you're like, eh, it's not I've- the Peter Parker that... No. And I grew up wanting to see all the I've, time. I've hated in all of the Tom Holland movies that it's really not even a Spider-Man movie. It's like Iron Man Jr. And I don't of, like that. Part of the appeal to Peter Parker and Spider-Man to me was that he had to struggle and he did everything on his own. He also doesn't give a shit about the Avengers. Right? No. He's great. Right. And I, I feel like in these movies, he's just kind of a whiny kid that wants to be loved by Tony Stark. And I don't get it. Yeah, like, like if Chris, you love the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies. That feels uh, that I like the first one. Okay, the but one is but, trash. but you could see where he would be more of a Peter Parker fit because if Peter Parker, if he was asked to join the Avengers, he would be like, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know. Well, I don't know about that, guys. Like he wouldn't be like Tom Holland, who's like, I gotta be in. That's why I liked about the end of Homecoming was Tony was like, all right, you're joining the Avengers. He's like, yeah, I'm good actually. And then yeah. they kind of, and then in Infinity War, like they didn't like, keep that uh, up. Not even a year later, he's like, "I'm Avenger now, Mr. Yay. Stark, Mr. Stark." Yeah, I'll I can't do that. And Far From Home for me was like, of course, it's after Endgame. Tony Stark is no longer, so yeah. he's dealing with that the whole movie. Um, the plot 
everything is so convenient. There's literally a point where, like, I forget what city they're in. They're, of course, in Europe. Um, I think they're in Venice. And they've just had, like, the, the water elemental attack. And Mysterio arrives for the first time and all that. And I don't know if it's the, the next elemental they fight, but they end up, like, going to that next exact city. And there's literally a line where, like, one of the teachers is like, good news, we're going to this city instead. Prague? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just because Fury hijacked the. It's just everything is so convenient, and like none of the none of the kids care that they're in danger at all. At one point, they're all supposed to be seeing this theater show when like the fire elemental is there, and fucking Ned and Betty or whatever her name is, uh, get up on the Ferris wheel. So now they're in danger. Yeah. It was just everything. It. I don't know. Can Can I say in defense of those Spider Man movies really quick though? I feel it bears mentioning. Hey. Um, the uh, Jared Leto, yeah, so hot. Anyways, continue. To me, the obvious redeeming quality of both of his solo movies so far, though, are the main villains. No, uh, home. I think Michael Keaton was all right as Michael as Keaton was great as Vulture. I and it was weird to me because there were people who don't re- haven't read one comic book in their entire damn life. And saw this movie, and we're like, well, I didn't think Mysterio was going to turn on him, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, that's... Uh, Literally yeah. in the Sinister Six. Yeah. But I liked that about... Because I'm not a huge Jake Gyllenhaal fan. I've never been like a huge fan of his movies or his acting or whatever. But he played that role so well to where he's like... He like pulled Peter in and was like, oh, I'm like your best bud. And then he like hmm. totally turns on him. And he's... I wasn't into it. And, and like he's just an asshole the There's, rest of the movie and I like that about like of of all the qualities of the two Spider-Man movies, I thought Michael Keaton's Vulture and Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio were far and away the best parts of those movies. They are. Far and away. Gyllenhaal is my favorite part of both. And, and again, I'm not a big Gyllenhaal fan, so What? You, I'm I'm just not. I'm not I'm, well, I'm not a, a big fan Gyllenhaal of his movies. Fan. But Nightcrawler? You ever seen Nightcrawler? I have not. That'll fucking I change your I mind. Just, I just that'll fucking. I'm not interested mind. in seeing his movies. For some I don't know what it is. Watch but Nightcrawler. I thought he was perfect in that movie as Mysterio. Where I've gone with Spider-Man since watching that, now that I have Disney Plus, I'm on like episode 36 or something of the animated show from the 90s. It's fantastic. Na- yeah, yeah. Take any random episode is. of that show. It's better oh, it's great. I than... think that's like the best portrayal of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah, but that that was my second. I just, I here's the thing. I I get it though. Like, this is this is actually the same thing I told Chris in another pod. Like, my favorite part of Spider Man isn't Spider Man. Sometimes it's New York City. Like, I love the idea of like even when you play the video games, he's like fucking delivering pizzas, and they're like, "Hey, Spidey," and he's like, (laughs) "What's what's up, New York?" And like, you know what I mean? He's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Like New York, like Batman. In the Dark Knight movies, Gotham is a character. Like, it is. Like, Gotham is for sure a character. In the Raimi Spider-Man movies... New York is a character. New York's a character. Sure. Even though it's it, fucking goofy. They're, like, throwing trash at Green Goblin. Yeah. It does you, mess help. With, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. It does help the yeah. characterization that, that those movies were made right after 9-11. So it was beefed up, for sure. It was beefed up, but, but, but it, it works. It part of the movies. Yeah, so that's the thing. is like, with Tom Holland, I'm like, he's fucking swinging through backyards... 
Yeah, he was like a in house Queens party or something. in Queens, and I'm like, and then he's in Europe. Yeah, and then he's in Europe, and, and I'm like, this no is- matter where he is, it doesn't really even seem like he cares about the people. It just, just doesn't. Kinda, he wants to be cool. He wants to he's be an al- Avenger. He's also in like more of the pristine New York, like the Stark stuff. Yeah, and the Avengers and whatever. He's not actually in like in like realistic New, New York. City. York. Like yeah. Tobey Maguire. Listen, I know we like to shit on Tobey Maguire, but like he had the shitty apartment. And he had what Mary Jane was like a struggling Broadway actress. Yeah, like they all and had they had scenes where they went to her shows. Aunt, like Aunt May couldn't pay the bills. She couldn't pay the bills. Which, by the and, way, why is Aunt May Marissa Tomei in fucking the new hot? One? Yeah, that's <laughs> because Spider Man is like fifteen years old. That's weird. So she's like fifty. I don't like it. Uh, she's not. Go- she's not a good aunt. For the May record, either. I love the Aunt May from the Raimi ones. <laughs> Just gonna say that out loud. Um, yeah, she's like a sweet old lady. And the one in the Amazing Spider Man, Sally Field was pretty good Sally- as, as Aunt May. She I wasn't just, bad. I just don't. I, I love the MCU. I liked Far From Home a lot, but I can tell you as a Spider-Man fan that they are not. It's not. Really I, I I have yet to see something where I left the theater like I did with the Raimi ones, where I was like, like "That's ja- fucking Spider-Man." Like I, would, I would go. Up, I want You felt like when you watched the Raimi ones, if you walked through New York, at some point you might see him swing by, because <laughs> they made him part of the city. Like it was just. Remember, okay, so I watched Spider-Man one the other day. There's a scene with fucking Macy Gray performing in <laughs> yeah. Times Square. Yeah. yeah. They've got like that doesn't date it at balloons all. and shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is just I don't know. But again, all of the other characters, aside from Spider Man in those Raimi ones, you kind of care about. Like you're invested in them, even though uh, they're kind of corny movies at times. Norman was great in those movies too. Yeah, the Norman, Norman Osborn. Doc, Doc Ock is great. Doc Ock was great as well. Those were great villains. Even though. in Spider-Man Three, Sandman was to an extent well. like yeah. Harry Osborn, you care about him a little bit. <sighs> you, James no, you actually do care about him yeah. in those movies. And though. I feel like in the new movies, I just none of them matter. Why? Do, why would I care about anyone? My, in my this biggest movie? thing is this whole Ned thing. It's just not. Well, you know, you know, it's really funny and it's kind of weird that he is portrayed the way he is in those movies. But uh, Ned Leeds in the comics becomes the Hobgoblin. Oh, can really? You, can you ever see no, never. him becoming never. Hobgoblin in those movies? Never. But James He's... Franco, whenever they made him turn into a goblin, like you kind of saw it. Yeah, but he looked like shit. Yeah, he, looked, he, was, a, he was a snowboarder. Not to mention the <laughs> goblin in... The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Ugh, don't can get me I, started. Can, I gotta say this. Don't I, get me started. I, no, I have to say this. You guys are gonna think I'm fucking crazy. I really, really like Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I really, really like Dane DeHaan <laughs> in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Well, here's the thing. And I can't fucking tell you why. The first half of that movie, when Dane DeHaan is just Harry Osborn, I think he's, he's good. really good. As soon as he becomes the Goblin, oh, and no. he's just like the Goblin cackling maniacally fucking hate it you know when he lost me when he goes harry's dead and i was like no, no he just starts shit. making faces and going like ah and it's like what happened to this like actual great characterization of harry Osborne? sorry the old harry can't come to the phone he's dead he's dead <laughs> God. It, it's I, so bad those those were my two no. both both marvel movies so maybe i understand the, it at the end of the snake draft i'll go a different way there are there are a lot of people a lot of spider-man fans that share Mark's like thing, like they Absolutely. they they've been posting like here's my top ten for Spider Man. They're like into the Spider Verse is still number one. Raimi, really Raimi like Spider Man two is number two. Into the Spider Verse was so 
Oh, God. I think I've watched Into the Spider-Verse like five or six times. Me and Chris just, both agree that Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Just, just think of... I, I loved it. Yeah. Think of uh, Jake Johnson's fat-ass, overweight Spider-Man in that movie. It's way better incredible. than Tom Holland's, I Dude, would say. Dude, with He's the sweats. With I, the sweats. And then obviously Miles, too. They got me to care about the Japanese robot. I know. In that movie. <laughs> and we have live-action Avengers movies where I'm like, man, they could die. I don't... You know, also, I cared about the robot. My favorite cartoon character of all time is Noir Spider-Man by Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage. At yeah. the end when he takes the Rubik's Cube. I don't understand this. I'm going to take it with me. No, there's another part where they go to fight in the house. He's like, we don't pick the ballroom. We just dance. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking that's Nick great, Cage. But that's what I want out of a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> One of the best. I I kind of hated Spider-Pig, too. He was, cause he was He's hilarious. He was honestly comic Here's relief. a hammer. It'll fit in your pocket. One of the best parts of that entire movie was when... Uh, I think either he says it or someone else like that's all, folks. Like, he says it. Can we say that legally? Yeah, <laughs> like it was great. Yeah, I I fucking love Into the Spider Verse. They, I just, I think Marvel. I, I would consider, and I'm not even like I am a big Spider Man fan, but I've never read a lot of Miles Morales, and I I loved that character because it was well done. Yeah, it was well done. I love the art. But see, they they the, had the yeah, luxury the of, it because it's cool. animated like that. You have the ability to make it to tr- do anything. truer to like what a comic would be. It, but I'm with you on I I I again I really like Far From Home, but I understand, I understand the problems. Uh oh, so this comes to me now, right? Yeah, it's coming back to you. Okay, this is a movie that wasn't just universally loved. This was a fucking phenomenon. Like a fucking phenomenon. People like were obsessed with these movies and books. And that would be The Hunger Games. <laughs> I fucking hate The Hunger Games. I don't know why. I think I just genuinely am not interested at all. And I think one of the main reasons is I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is a good actress. Yeah, she's, I, she's attractive, but I. I really like her in. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, she's amazing. That's her best movie. But one of the other movies I had in the back of my head that I'm not even going to bother with because it's not worth mentioning is American Hustle. That was such a letdown. Never seen. Hated it. But that's another movie where Jennifer Lawrence is not great. It was it was David O. Russell All Stars basically. It was Cooper Scooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. That should not have been bad. It should not have been bad. Robert De Niro's in one scene too, like in a cameo. It has one of the best casts ever. And it's a it's a terrible. But movie. I know what you mean about Jennifer Lawrence. And I actually I've I've only read the first book of the Hunger Games, and I hated Katniss as a character. Yeah, she's not likable. It's first person, and she's just she's not likable. She's very complainy. And I mean, I've never been put into like a pit of teenagers trying to kill each other. I try to be a little more positive. <laughs> but you just you, you read the book and you're not I don't know I, I wasn't really into that character and I fucking hate Josh Hutcherson in those movies too I hate Josh Hutcherson and, in and general I, uh, not in Disaster Artist though <laughs> Denny he plays Denny in Disaster Artist it's fucking hilarious no but like uh, I remember thinking like you're gonna fuck around and leave Liam Hemsworth <laughs> like are you kidding me so you're upset that she didn't choose the right person in the love triangle? Yes. That's a big thing. That's fair. Pita. Yeah. I just, when they got to the, like the scene where they finally were doing the Hunger Games, like they started the games, I was kind of like, 
I don't really fucking care. I don't know. Does that sound bad? Like, there's all this hype up for the games, and we're going to go kill each other, and then they start it, and I'm like, wait, this movie's PG-13? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Like, right. whatever. It's all right, and... I don't know. I just... I. Teenage, like, apocalypse. I remember I went and saw, saw Divergent. Fuck that, too. That was right around the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it? like everyone's doing these, like, teenage apocalypse yeah, stories. Yeah, that was the thing. The Maze Runner. Maze Runners, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck this. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll go watch Mad Max if I want to watch Apocalypse. Like, it's True. better. I've not seen the new Mad Max. You I ha- you should borrow but it. But I love The Road Warrior. It. That's one of my favorite movies, the second one. Chris, can you tell Mark that Mad Max Fury Road's fucking awesome? It was very good. I'm very mad that I waited so long to watch it. Tom Hardy barely talks, though. I'll tell you that. Well, neither does Mel Gibson. Oh, really? Yeah, in the original. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He might have, like, two or three lines in a movie. That's Tom Hardy. He barely talks. And basically, it's just that. It's just... But you're right. A dystopian movie, like, you want the full-on dystopia. Yeah. I'll watch The Day After Tomorrow before I watch Hunger Games. (laughs) Well, and I think The Hunger Games is, like, it's sort of taking some liberties with... uh, with another book or another story. I think it's a Japanese author. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like called Battle Royale or something. They made a movie out of it, too. Yeah, and it's like the much more adult sort of violent version of it, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, I will agree, though. Mad Max Fury Road is great. But The Road Warrior is still better. I mean, uh, yeah, I've heard that before. Did you ever see any of the other Hunger Games movies? or just? I watched... The second one, I think. I've seen the... And I got really fucking annoyed, and at the end, it's like, welcome to the Resistance. And I'm like, so this is Star Wars now. (laughs) The last two movies are the Resistance, Yeah, it's the Resistance. I'm like, it's fucking Star Wars with Jennifer Lawrence gag. I don't want to watch anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I just... I don't know. I don't. I just don't. I don't like. There's sometimes you just don't like something, and I I understand like a lot of teens. I think really loved it. My fiance loved it. I remember watching it with her. She's like, "Isn't that good?" And I was like, "Great, <laughs> it's great." I just don't. I, I it does not pique my interest. Like the fights, her little love shit, volunteering <laughs> as tribute, shooting her bows and arrows. I just don't. I just didn't care. I. That's one of those ones where someone could fight me, and I'd be like, "I listen, you, they may have some good elements in that movie, but I just... As much as I didn't like the book, you might like the book more than the movie. I typically... Well, because I can visualize it myself. But it's not very good writing, either. In the beginning of the movie, they're doing the whole uh, presentation of who's going to be, like, selected yeah. to be in the Hunger Games. And who's the author of it? Suzanne uh, Collins. Suzanne oh. Collins. Uh, she's writing the exposition for this whole thing, and she introduces Haymitch, which in the movie is Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. There's literally a line where like he's talking, and then she writes something along. I'm kind of summarizing this. The next line is something like, and then Haymitch was drunk and fell off the stage. That's that's the kind of writing in that book. So they spent millions of dollars adapting a book series into four movies from an author who is not very good at writing. Well, at least it's not like the 50 Shades books that she like wrote on a Blackberry. It was Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. She just changed the names. That's weird. Those movies are Oh god, those movies. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> those movies. So it's back to me then, right? Back to you. All right. I still had a good list going, but I'm going to say a semi-controversial one. And or I think it is. 
and only I I say it only because I thought of a uh its sequel first, but then remembered that I don't think many people liked it, although it made a lot of money. So I guess you could probably say that this is more of a combination of the two. Maybe it's like the series. But I am not a big fan of the Jurassic World movies. Uh, I first thought of Fallen Kingdom, which I thought was a trash movie. Well, that one's, One not, of the worst. That one's not universally loved. Those are... Yeah, that's, say... that's what got to me. And then I thought... I, well, I thought of that, and I was, I was thinking... I just hate this movie. It was it was just a bad movie, and I didn't like the direction they were going in at all. But I, then I thought that I was like, I don't think that that's universally loved. But the first one is, and I kind of feel the same way about the first one. That one, when it ended, I remember thinking, okay, got some redeeming qualities. There's some dumb fucking shit in that movie. There, like Bryce Dallas Howard runs around in heels. Yeah, the whole movie, the whole fucking movie. It's just like also. The the concept though is is amazing. Like if you're gonna do a Jurassic Park movie modern day, they made like a Disney World basically. Like imagine just making a full like Universal Disney World of dinosaurs. I'm like that's fucking genius. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a good it's a great idea. But the problem is you're kind of rehashing the old tale. And to be honest with you, I think animatronic dinosaurs sometimes look better than the oh uh, yeah the cgi dinosaurs look like trash yeah so i was just like it's just all convoluted it's like it's like uh john hammond wants to make the park in the first movie but it's not a good idea and he gets shut down because people get, get killed and all that stuff and then the lost world is john hammond's nephew is an asshole and he wants to open the park in america and like it's kind of the same general plot but it's like okay like I can, I can see this guy trying to like be compensated you know what i mean yeah like trying to make money off of it and then the third one is just trash but <laughs> Jurassic world was just like third hey one. remember the main theme of the first three movies that we shouldn't build this or first two i guess we shouldn't build this goddamn park <laughs> let's make it and it's been open for 10 years in this one and it's successful and it's great and not only that but it's social media days and people don't like dinosaurs that much. So let's make a hybrid out of nowhere that of course, because we don't take proper precautions, it's just, it gets out and starts killing people for, you know, the sake of the plot. Can I tell you that I had to find this news article again. I read this over the summer. This is from June of this year. Scientists say they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next few years. There are scientists at Harvard and Yale that are looking at like, chickens and how you could mutate at all the chickens chicken. back into like Vos. some of the qualities that dinosaurs had so that's today have they not seen jurassic, jurassic so obviously they haven't seen any of the what five six movies jurassic mark have you seen fallen kingdom i haven't okay so it's worse than jurassic okay Park so, 3. so listen they're they're making they're making those dinosaurs like you just read a 2019 article they could you know yeah make dinosaurs. yeah they do something at the end of Fallen Kingdom that is unfucking forgivable <laughs> when I'm talking about cloning and genetics. What's that? The little girl. Oh, right, right, right. The little girl that's in the entire Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom movie, you're like, who's this girl? Who's this little girl? It's Who just, is she, Chris? She's a clone. Of? Of a dead girl, right? 
Yeah. The girl dies and they make a clone clone of her. Let me look up her actual name. That's the big twist. She's a fucking clone. That's it. Hang on. Oh, and rich people auctioning off the hybrid dinosaurs as like sideshow attractions or some shit. It does the Lost World. What? It does some of the Lost World bullshit too. Yeah, but they bring the dinosaurs into the city. Yeah, it's dumb. Because it's in some dude's mansion. And oh, I just remembered the jump the shark moment of that movie. Because I thought it was uh, the fucking clone daughter. uh, (laughs) No, another another huge negative for those two movies. Jurassic World is still a watchable movie. It's it's not bad. I, I, I don't hate it. I'm just not really excited about it. But the second one does it does this trope more than the first one, although you could say both of them do it, is every innovative franchise from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, whatever, that they've revived, and you can, I can think of a ton of examples right now, every new entry is a generic goddamn action movie full of CGI and ridiculous sequences and things that you never thought you would see in a movie that's in a franchise that started like 20 or 30 years ago. And it's, it's a bad way. The, the first example I can think of is the newest Terminator movie, which I haven't seen, but I'm, I'm alluding to the trailer for it where it was just like overblown action. Like they're flying or they're falling out of a, an airplane or something. It's like, if you've seen like the first Terminator or T2, it's sci-fi and everything, but it's grounded and it's, I don't want to say gritty, but it's like it's realistic. the Fast and the Furious effect. Yeah, exactly. Dra- the Jurassic World movies do the same thing, and the it's not a the one moment I'm thinking of is not a big spectacle or anything, but there's a part in this movie where Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and the clone kid and the other the her assistant guy from de- de- from Detective Pikachu who is annoying as fuck in that movie. Are, are they're like captured by these rich people or whatever and they escape and they let all these dinosaurs loose there's a part where like the guards or something because they have to have mercenaries or whatever the hell it is oh and that i remember the other part after that freaking uh buffalo bill goes into the cage and gets <laughs> yeah. and gets, and he's like i just want to get a tooth from it and it kills him like it's stupid yeah but the part i'm talking about is these guards come in to like try to restore order and Chris Pratt goes up to one and socks him in the face. Like he's an action star. This well, is a Jurassic Park movie. Because he is. So, but I, I understand I that. Alan. But in this movie, it, yeah, it's not I, Sam Neill decking somebody. That's part of the problem. I'm not drawn to these sequels years later that don't have any of the original cast. And part of that, like with the Jurassic movies, was a lack of like Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. And the other one that I saw, rec- not recently, a couple years ago, I don't know if any of you had the misfortune of seeing Independence Day. No, 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 God, no, no, no. I was oh told never to watch God. that piece of shit ever. It was bad. I heard it's unforgivably bad. I saw it at a drive-in, and I think I, I didn't walk out. I drove out. <laughs> it was it was just unwatchable. You but drove again, in, and you drove out. You're, you're trying to get me to watch this movie without Will Smith, who's the big draw of Independence Day. They brought back Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullen, but you, ha- you had yeah, to you have need, Will Smith in right. it. So it's the same kind of thing with the Jurassic movies. I'm not. I don't really want to watch a movie with Chris Pratt. I'd rather see 
What's going on with Jeff Goldblum's character? I, What's going on with Sam Neill's? Character? I will say that Jurassic World three, which they are saying is for you it's know, for have now the OG, the cast. next or the last Jurassic Park movie, is it, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Laura Jeff Goldblum are all returning for it. So if you because t- Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Hart aren't bad in those movies. So if you have those two characters plus the original three like big cast members from the first movie, it becomes the new Star Wars. Yeah, ho- like hopefully yeah. it'll at least be good it because does. it has those characters. Like at least we'll be. A, We'll be able to see Sam Neill like 20 years after Jurassic Park 3. Be like, all right, what is he up to now? And why is he in this movie? And all that other crap. So I'm hopeful for the last movie. But the the first Jurassic World was okay. But the Lost World and the first one are still way better. And I just was not a fan of Fallen Kingdom at all. We'll never make a movie as good as the first. I think I I would say the first Jurassic Park movie is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, they won't top it. So uh, yeah, nothing in the, I'll always be slightly disappointed. Nothing in that franchise alone could match it. Then so let's leave it alone. Yes, exactly. I agree. Just leave it alone. Stop. Doing it. I'd rather watch Jurassic Park three. Should have done that with over the again Matrix. for like the hundredth <laughs> time. The Matrix. They screwed up there. I I think I have one more movie. Did we? Did we how oh, many have we all said? I've I, two. We said two. Are we going? Ba- are we doing? Well, we we again? were snaking it, so oh, it comes to me cat. now. Yeah. So I got. We should probably go through the third ones quick. I'm not doing two in a row. We can do it quick. All right. Yeah. Let's do. do, do go, well, go no, ahead. you wouldn't do two in a row because it goes me okay. to him back to me. Yeah. You, yeah. We'll do them real quick. You go we're ahead. snaking. Uh. Okay. My third one might be come as a bit of a shock to you guys, but. Uh, Back in 2007, when I was pissed off about Spider-Man 3, another movie came out, which everyone was shitting their fucking pants for, including my father. And that was the Gerard Butler classic 300. <laughs> Dude, I oh. gotta be honest with you. I'm it's, not a big 300 fan. It's not good. It's a little... Is that universally universally loved? It's pretty I loved. think as far as like an adaptation of the original source... It's pretty it's, loved. It's like perfect... Taking the content of the graphic novel, it's very cartoonish too. Well, it's like Watchmen. Well, it's it's like a perfect yeah, adaptation I mean. of the graphic novel. Right. That's what Zack Snyder does, and I love Zack Snyder. If I'm being honest with you, I love him. Which 300, the graphic novel is great. The graphic novel yeah. 300. Is I just I don't phenomenal. the movie at times. I just I have a hard time with Gerard Butler. I won't lie to you guys. That although I do love Law Abiding Citizen. No, that is a terrible yeah, movie. Yeah. That's a terrible movie. See? That is a terrible movie. But He's digging his way out of jail. Every fuck day, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. and then kills going a guy, back, kills a guy with a T-bone steak. Come on, <laughs> I despise. Of that all movie. the Gerard Butler I've, movies to like, I've never <laughs> taken him seriously as an actor. He, I, I remember seeing him rumored for James Bond a couple of times, like maybe before Daniel Craig took it over. I can't take him seriously in anything, especially, especially because of Law Abiding Citizen. A three hundred only got a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean shit. No, it doesn't. It doesn't though. People who run their movie watching lives on Rotten Tomatoes just should not watch movies. What was it about three hundred for you that I didn't like? Mm-hmm. Is it something specific? Or you I'll be honest. Like the the action's incredible. I love the action. I think the action is cool. Like the slow mo's and That's the constant following. Isn't it? Yeah, that I, was yeah, that was like straight up quintessential Zack Snyder. Like the following shots were cool and stuff. I don't. What I don't like is the fucking guy with the eye patch talking, <laughs> like tyranny. Like the way he says tyranny, I want to like, <laughs> just slip my wrist. Like I don't. I don't I, it's a very specific, right? 
I, I just know I like I remember thinking this is cool. The action's awesome, but I was like, I just don't know that I'm gonna watch it. Doesn't all hold up. The doesn't time. like the fucking Xerxes it. looks fucking weird. It's an amazing story. <laughs> South Park kind of ruined him too because I just think of him scissoring. But like I just like I don't know. I it's a gr- it's 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 a good story. The action's awesome, but I've, there's something about it where I'm just like it's you know. <laughs> good can i just say too that i don't want to use it as my third movie but i feel like it should be mentioned here because you said 300 i kind of feel the same way about watchmen too the movie i'll i listen i i will i will fight you on that one i will fight you fucking fight you I, on watchmen. this is gonna be it the sounds most, crazy because i don't like 300 but i fucking love watchmen this is gonna be the most hipster comment of the night probably okay. but the graphic novel watchmen is one of the greatest books in any medium I've ever read and the movie just does not hold a candle to it and a lot of people love it and I just there's good things in it and it's another thing it's like they tried hard and you can tell and it and they did a good job but it just Chris is wrong he's just trying to dig his way out no it's no 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 does does Mark like watch no yeah I'm not a fan of the movie I don't know what it is is it the blue dick it's okay it's it, it's not the greatest thing ever. I, I, I think... Um, I don't know why. I just love it. I This guy I, has a scythe tattooed on his forehead. Oh, his all right, movie? back to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Everything okay. about this movie is terrible. I'll just wait. He's about to kill his whole family. Okay, so anyway, so Watchmen is awesome. I do like Watchmen better than 300. Yeah. It, every, again, it's, every it's an okay movie, but... Watchmen is like identical to the graphic novel. All right, so I'm I'm a sucker for several things, okay? Rorschach. Patrick Wilson, I'm a huge fucking sucker for. I love that guy. Okay. Yeah. The guy who plays Rorschach, Rorschach is incredible. I'll give you Night Owl. Although I just call, what I call Rorschach is Christian Bale 2.0. Ozymandias <laughs> is okay. Dr. I Manhattan is I like Billy okay. Crudup. I like Dr. Manhattan. Uh, He's also got a giant dick. Silk Spectre. Eh. She's a little. And, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is comedian. Is really good. Cast movie. Jeffrey yeah, Dean Morgan in everything. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'm. I, I, that's why I'm saying I'm not using it as my third movie, but I feel like it should be mentioned because you said 300 is everyone like idolizes that movie and it just holding it up against the against the book. It it. I but that's not I the feel question. The, <laughs> I feel the same way about. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Take, take it, the it book out of it. If you if you had never read be, that book, would that be one of the best superhero movies? You'd seen. I don't know if I could say that though, because because I, I think, know what I, it's based on, and I know right. But I, I've how read good it as the well, book is, and I love the book. I feel but the you same. Can appreciate the movie, same way you can appreciate V for Vendetta. I feel no. I feel that movie I too. Say, I feel the same way about V for Vendetta. Oh, the, I love the that movie. Has never done it for me. The book is phenomenal, though. I still think the movie is a great movie. It might not be Vivacious. as good. <laughs> It might not be as good as That's the what I'm saying. novel, but it's still a I'm, great movie. I'm saying those are two movies that, if you're into that culture, uh, I feel like a lot of people really love, and I don't think they lived up to the hype. You're going to get That's fought, fought tonight. I'll fight you on the Watchmen one. I, this it's may fine. Be, this it's is fine. the last episode with Chris on it. <laughs> he may disappear. Side note, I heard the Watchmen show was amazing. I heard it is too, and yeah. I wanted to check it out, but I don't HBO. have yeah. HBO. You know what's funny though? This made me think of this. So if you Watchmen is like the anti MCU, 
Like everything that Marvel movies are, Watchmen is the exact opposite. Like I remember seeing that movie and I was like, I'm seeing dicks. I'm seeing uh, fucking, I'm seeing blood. Again. I'm uncomfortable with my dad. Like I was like, (laughs) I've never seen a superhero movie like this. Again, I'm not using it as my third one because there's a lot of good things about it. I'm just saying it doesn't live to the hype for me. And again, I know I'm arguing against myself now, but I just thought of it is how we were saying about Suicide Squad, where it's just a mashup of movie, of uh, songs yeah. randomly put together to be like, oh, what a great soundtrack we have. Watchmen does that concept way better. Oh, yeah. Way yeah, yeah. better. Okay. Okay. The, the, the use of... Oh, you're going a different direction. You're going a different direction. No, no, no. Yeah, you got me. No. The fist. The, the issue, the penal... I think it's the, the 11th issue of the 12-issue comic series. The end of it is when Rorschach and Night Owl are driving in on the scooters. To Ozymandias's hideout or whatever in Alaska or, or Antarctica or whatever it is, and the they he has song quotes. Uh, Alamore has song quotes throughout the whole story, and at the end of it has the lyrics from all along the Watchtower. Two riders were approaching of Night Owl and Rorschach, and you take it probably. Or I don't know what version he used in like writing it or whatever, but like Bob, yeah. you know the Bob Dylan version is like the original version of it but the bigger hit is the Jimi hendrix version and the at that moment in the movie they used the Jimi hendrix version of all along the watchtower and that was like a perfect use of music in in a movie it's great movie. yeah they no, it is. they adapted it perfectly into that like that they did a lot of great things in that movie you know what honestly i probably need to rewatch it again i haven't watched it in a long time we can rewatch it yeah. i have the director's cut I got the Snyder cut. The Snyder the cut. Original the original Snyder, Snyder I have the Snyder cut. Yeah. It's crazy. You watch that movie and then you watch Justice League and you're like, this isn't a fucking Zack Snyder movie. That's because Justice it's League a Joss Whedon movie. It's not. Butcher, That's where DC fucked together. up. Because going the complete opposite direction with Watchmen is what DC should have been doing all along. They were trying to do it in Batman Man of, Man, Superman. Yeah. You Man got your last one. Man of Steel is still one yeah. of the best superhero movies of all time. Don't at me. Boom. That would be another conversation. I think. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm glad you're with me on Watchmen. That Watchmen's amazing. Uh, we've been talking for a little while, so um, I'll make this one short. I'm not even going to give it much exposition. Did you just fart? Because, no, it's just a little... Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to give it a lot of exposition because I feel it doesn't deserve it. What the fuck is the big Lebowski? What I we, will fucking fight. What did movie. you just say? I, are you kidding me? I hate that movie. Oh my god, you're giving me shit for Watchmen. That's a terrible movie. That is that's a what, fucking classic. That's one of the greatest comedies I've I don't ever know seen. why. It's I don't know so why. So goddamn bad. funny. Oh my gosh. Everybody every, in the movie irritates the every shit single out person. Of me. That movie is great. We were bonding over Watchmen, and you go and you pull something. Oh like my this. god. That is Jeff Bridges' best role, hands down, God. still to this day. You know what? I it's feel like John Go- John Goodman's best role too. Oh God, I'm doing you a uh, maybe listen, a better one. To quote the movie, I guess that's just your opinion, man. Like I don't understand. <laughs> no, yeah, and this, yeah. That's you're actually, a child in your opinion. That, that is I mean, my it's fine. But I'll, I'll I'm say, just baffled. I'll say this though. This is funny that you say this. So it's my fiance's, my future fra- father-in-law's favorite movie. Yeah, like, I bought it for him. It's his favorite movie. We watch it together. My dad does not like it. I just, I don't know if I don't get it. If I'm missing something, I think it's that, dumb. That was a movie that they replayed in theaters last year 
as part of like Turner Classic Movies as like a movie a month or whatever. Yeah. I saw that movie in theaters and it was still funny. It 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 was <laughs> it was a great theater experience actually. Like I was surprised cuz I've seen it already. If you don't like Big Lebowski, you might not like Thor in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> He's basically Lebowski. I I don't know if I laughed that whole movie. There's so many what? good lines in it though. New shit's come to light. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. I got nothing for that. Oh. I'm just I'm shocked. I'm shell shocked. That, this is that, what we wanted though. This is what we wanted. Yeah. Controversial opinion. I yeah, just yeah. I needed controversial opinions. That's what we need. It's what that, we're here yeah. for. I don't meet that a lot a of people con- who if you talk about the big Lebowski that they Although no they don't I, like it. I totally agree with Everybody you though. Loves it. I that, can't understand it. No, no, no. That I that is a um what's it called? That's a that's a divisive movie. I've if if people like it, they absolutely love it. And if people don't like it, they hate the shit out of it. Hated the plot, hated the characters. Anyone Couldn't that dislikes that over. movie hates it to their very core. Could not oh. wait till it was and done. Everyone that that likes it loves that movie. Listen, it's subjective. I can't fight you. I can't argue with you. If if it, if it's you don't so like good, it, it doesn't though. connect with you. Then it doesn't connect with you. But my goodness, did not hit home for the me. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> well, you know what? It didn't hit home for my dad either. You know what's <laughs> funny though? Can I, t- I? You know, I told you earlier you're my dad that you guys fucking love The Rock and action movies and like some bullshit will happen on the screen and my dad looks at me and goes, you see that? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and he hates that movie too, so. A random. Like any Tom Cruise, like Jack Reacher, my dad like jizzes <laughs> all through fucking Jack Reacher. <laughs> it's a good movie though. I do like it. Random but, like, side story. I don't remember where I was. There was like some out in public. There was some kid. Could not have been older than like 11 or 12. And. He was like laughing about something, and I just hear—I'm not even listening to the conversation. All I hear is <laughs> the Big Lebowski. Do you like the Big Lebowski? What the fuck? Like twelve years old, weird twelve-year-old boy. Is that what made you hate it? Oh my god! It was. Did he actually like it? Is this why you hate it? Why is, is that why you hate the movie? But why is it? child that age watching the big Lebowski. i don't know that's not a that's not a children's movie <laughs> i think when i was a kid i actually felt guilty for watching scary movie because he, the one guy puts his dick in another dude's ear dude again oh here's the dance and i was like i shouldn't be watching this i think we watched that together we did we watched it in your basement was and that around the same the time ceiling? we watched uh dickie roberts and <laughs> yeah, it's knuck and futz knuck and futz <laughs> yeah that movie's <laughs> it is i scream oh my gosh <laughs> Uh well you know what this was actually a lot of convo about movies oh you got a third I got a third still I'll do it quick though hit it Chris I, I forgot we got another one hit it okay in the spirit in the spirit of the season I'm gonna pick a Christmas movie that I don't fucking get oh no don't you do it I know what you're and about to do and I hadn't seen it because it was just I just don't I never cared to see it finally saw it last year I don't understand why everyone loves it so much and that would be Elf oh. Oh wait! I'm waiting. Time out. I'm with you on that. One, I actually. have heard from so many people how great this movie I'm is. I'm with it's them a on Elf. Modern Christmas classic and all that shit. The movie's not. Good. I I I could have sworn. Okay. I could have sworn you're about to say Christmas Vacation, and I was gonna fucking slit your throat. 
Christmas vacation's okay. Oh, oh God! Don't you dare! No, it's no, no. I'm I'm saying it's good. <laughs> like I'm I don't have anything against Christmas vacation at all. Oh, Mark, Mark agrees with me on Christmas vacation is great. Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. It's but no. you, do you like Elf? I you know what I tolerate Elf. You tolerate it. I I over the years it watching just... it, I'm almost by myself. And my parents are like, Skylar, come <laughs> over, <laughs> come over and watch Elf. And I'm like, fine. And then I watch it. And like midway through, I find myself really fucking annoyed. Like I just find it kind of annoying. I think I, I feel like everyone has. If you ask somebody, okay, it's Christmas Eve, and you can put on three movies that you have to watch every year. Oh, I'll tell you. So many. Uh, I'll I'll tell you mine too. But so many people have Elf on that list, and I just don't understand it. It's like that. That's an essential to you at Christmas time. Like really? it's not. I don't it's enjoy just, it either. Yeah. So yeah, but side note, hate top of my list is, is top of my list is Christmas Vacation. Yeah, second is Just Friends. Of oh, oh, yeah, of course, the Ryan Reynolds classic. We yeah, I have to watch that. Marks again. agree with me. Absolutely, yeah, Just it's Friends like, is that's fucking one of the greatest absolutely. movies ever made. Number three, number three. I finally have succumbed to Die Hard. Die Hard succumbed is great. To die Hard. Well, you, I you no, I used to not it? include it in a Christmas movie. Oh, I'm okay. including it as a Christmas. It's movie. Definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. He writes, ho, 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 now I've got a machine gun. <laughs> it's a great Christmas <laughs> yeah. movie. But Just Friends is just... it's. I love Just Friends. Just Friends is a good one. Yeah, Elf doesn't belong in any of that shit. It's I'm, just, I, every time someone talks about it, like, in, like, the conversation of, uh, like, essential Christmas movies, I'm just like, uh, okay. It belongs in the dumpster with Tom Hanks' Polar Express for me. I just don't <laughs> Oh, that's nightmare fuel. Yeah, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Jesus, no desire for that. Or Jim I, Jim Carrey's put, uh, The I'd Grinch. Put, no, yeah. I I enjoy parts of that. Of that. Movie I'm not a big Jim Grinch Carrey, fan. Grinch I guy. love that movie. Got terrible reviews, by the way. Rightfully I, so. I yeah. love the original animated movie of it. That's like an hour long or whatever. I own or that half one. hour long. It's a great movie. Never cared for the Jim Carrey one. Just I just never cared well, for it. It's because they're taking a 20 minute story and making it two and a half hours long. And it's just and yeah. I'm giving him a backstory and all. It's like I'm kind care. of a sucker for the really bad like claymation. Like I love Rudolph. I love. Oh, who Rudolph. doesn't? Love I was that shit. I was literally watching Santa Claus Comes to Town or whatever it's called like three hours ago. Oh, that was on tonight. Oh wait, can I? Yeah. I know I said three. Can I give you one more Christmas movie that I think Absolutely. is wildly overrated? The Santa Claus. Tim Allen. Yeah, like, I don't like it. The first one's okay. It's it's. Eh. I don't stop I, saying you're Santa. Whatever, what the? F- it's, I don't know. I don't like it. Tim Allen is a treasure, though. Best Christmas. We need to watch Jungle huh? to Jungle. <laughs> the best Christmas movie. Everyone should watch around Christmas. Oh no, it's a wonderful life. Is isn't it weird that I've? That's your top. You're giving me daggers over there, but wait, that's your top. Oh yeah, I've. Uh, I can't remember the last time seen I watched it. Like. None of it. Every year, man, that's my jam. That's my movie around Christmas. I've never seen it. You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. No. My grandma gets pissed off every time I tell her. She's like, how have you not seen this? Maybe we can have a double feature where we watch Watchmen and then It's a Wonderful it's Life. A wonderful. <laughs> that's a great double feature. And what way do those not go together? <laughs> yeah, That's phenomenal. All right, we've covered a lot. We've yeah, covered we a lot of movies. And Suicide Squad... It's still, still not over. Not over. <laughs> I wish it were. Like, you thought this was a bad movie? Well, you're going to drink it. You're going to chug it. Ugh. Come eating I wish I could chug it. It'd be over. Suicide Squad. Huh? 
If I could chug it, it would already be over. That's true. This movie also wastes Clint Eastwood's son. Well, when before this movie came out, there was speculation that he was gonna play like Nightwing. Like no, under, he's just some like undercover in like the Suicide Squad, like being Dick Grayson. He's just some random douchebag. Scott Eastwood, yeah, background actor. Pretty much, and this like this whole part is two CGI guys fighting, and then the Suicide Squad just chanting them on around. This is a shit. Like, movie. look at they're all just watching. They're literally standing there. They're all just cheering them on, watching the climax of the movie. Yeah, look, it's a spaceballs moment. God, this needs to end. Spaceballs so is bad. such a great movie. By okay, the way. let's make it end. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's I'm, shut it off. I'm Skyler. I'm Mark. I don't have a code name. I'm Chris. Bye. Well, yeah, it's Chris. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.